Welcome to Start With A Win, where we give you the tools and lessons you need to create business and personal success. Are you ready? Let's do this. You know that part of the song where it goes, I just see it's on the beach, you know, you're like riding a wave and it just like takes you off. I love it. (laughs) Coming to you from Brand Viva Media headquarters. Studio A. Studio A. That's right. Yeah, we're in Studio A. This is Studio A, yeah. Awesome. It's Adam Conto, Start With a Win, and producer Mark. (laughs) That's right. Hey, how's it going? It's great. How are you? I'm doing so good. I mean, we've had... Carl Mecklenburg on the podcast. Whoa. We've had just some really, really cool people. You know, we're we're lately. pushing we're pushing summertime now. We're pushing springtime. Yeah. We're getting close. I'm ready for spring. I know. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like typically in Colorado, it snows two, three days later, no snow. It's sunny. You can wear a t-shirt. Right. But this winter, it's been cold. And then I look at the sidewalk and there's still like lumps of snow, <laughs> like so, dirty black snow. So I, I this winter, I've, I've been all over kind of the Western U.S., yeah. you know, Scottsdale, Las Vegas, California, things like that, snowing all over the place. So in March, when we had the Remax convention, there were oh, people yeah. coming from like Palm Springs and there were there was an inch of snow on the cactus what? out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was weird. And snowed in Vegas. It I don't know. It's just been a weird winter. A cold winter. It's been a little overwhelming. And, you know, sometimes when it's cold, you can kind of hunker down and then not want to do anything, and then you just start consuming all this Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Netflix, news articles, YouTube. Ah, And and then you're like, where do I go? Right, and and, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I've heard that from a lot of entrepreneurs. This is one of the biggest problems that entrepreneurs have that business leaders have is exactly what you're talking about, which is information overload. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh. Information overload. Overload. That, I'm overloaded. I'm going to explode. I mean, it makes so much sense because in in today's society, right, we're being bombarded by all these messages. I, I want to say, like, I, I, I heard somewhere, and I, I need to get this fact checked, but it was, like, back maybe 20, 30 years ago, we were bombarded with so many ads a day, but now it's like it's, like, thousands and thousands of ads a day that we're being bombarded with. And then there's just so much easy access to information where it's just like, where do I go? What do I do? So the how do I overcome this, Adam? The, the average is about six to ten thousand messages per yes, day. Unbelievable. Isn't that wild? That is wild. So I mean, what and when you look at what does it do, it makes it so difficult for us to focus mm-hmm. and actually get anything done because especially, you know, if you open TikTok, you're done. Oh, yeah. 20, 30, an hour later, you're like, what have I done with my life? Exactly. Yeah, it's it's fascinating because you look at, okay, there are certain things that that run unrestricted in our lives. Mm -hmm. Where actually, you look around the world, other countries, to a a great extent, will actually limit what is allowed to show up on those things. Mm -hmm. So they'll limit the amount of time you can spend on them. They'll limit the information that's on them. It has to be educational. It has to be, you know, pertinent to what they're trying to develop in these people. Granted, it's big brother, right? but it limits your information overload. But we, we have the freedom to limit ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. We we can make these choices to limit that and therefore alleviate some of these consequences. And I want to talk about those real quick. Yeah. I'd love to hear, because I do think that, you know, as leaders, the biggest hurdle of productivity 
is procrastination. Right. And a lot of times we procrastinate by educating, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Distracting, <laughs> yes. educating. I don't know. Is it the same thing? Probably not. But ultimately, you, you look at this, the major consequences of information overload are decision fatigue. Mm -hmm. You ever feel like you just can't make a decision because there's just so much yes. stuff going in your head? Yes. And so many people telling me, the right way to do things. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so then, then you get analysis paralysis where, you know, you just, you're stuck. You're mm -hmm. locked up because you have too many options or you have too many thoughts going on. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, all of this leads to burnout. Yes. So if you, have you seen an employee, maybe one of your kids or whatever, who has too much coming at them with their homework, things like that? But at, this, at the same time, I will say there's a redeeming factor to all of this. Okay. It helps us learn to cope and deal with stress mm. if we understand this. Yeah. Because ultimately, it's on us to sort through all this garbage that's going into our heads and figure out what are we going to do in order to create progress. Yeah, it's a growth opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is interesting because it, it makes me think of this story. You know, uh, Sarah Blakely, uh -huh. Spanx? Oh, yeah. So when she started that company, she knew nothing about the clothing, textiles, things like that industry. And she got into this, and she, was, she has this classic story of being overwhelmed and burned out on this stuff mm. because she started doing research. And there is such thing as too much. Yeah. Okay? She ended up just getting overwhelmed and overloaded with information. I had to take a step back and learn some focus skills in uh -huh. order to separate all of these different aspects to build this multi-billion dollar company. Wow, yeah. So it was, you know, she ran in, everybody runs into it. Yeah. Elon well, Musk runs into it. Yeah. It's common, but we just need to understand how to take and make some decision-making opportunities for ourselves and to make those decisions and to move forward with those and, and get rid of all the rest of the garbage here. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think about, you know, that idea of sometimes we never start something because we're always preparing or we're always <laughs> researching or we're always, you know, studying and trying to like, okay, once I have enough information and once I have enough knowledge, then I'll start the thing that I want to start, you know? Right. Exactly. Well, and we try to make things perfect. And yeah. I'll tell you, done is better than perfect. That's right. Take your ass to market. Right. <laughs> done is better. If if you listen to everybody's opinion, you'll never get your ass to market. That's right. Have I told you that story? Yeah, oh yeah. I love that. <laughs> and, for, and for people that have not heard that, it's it's an Aesop fable about this guy trying to get a donkey yeah. to market, to go sell this, this ass at market. And he keeps running into people along the journey, and they keep telling them different things. You should be leading the donkey. You should be riding on the donkey. You've got this boy. Why isn't he helping you with the donkey? You should be carrying the donkey. And then they eventually drop the donkey into a river because they're overwhelmed, yeah. and they're just listening to too many people, and they never get their ass to market. Yeah, decision fatigue. Whoa. <laughs> you got that right, buddy. So let's talk about some tips to overcome okay. information overload. So first of all, this is a good one. Yeah, obviously write down everything you're trying to figure out here and then prioritize that. Prioritize the decisions you're trying to make mm. and then prioritize the sources of information that are coming in for that. And then guess what? Focus on the most important ones. Okay. Yeah, that's super helpful because I think when I whenever I write something down, it gets it out of my head onto paper and yep. then it allows me to kind of almost forget about it or or you know, leave it off to the side. Totally. And so I think when you start to write those things down and then analyze those things, see what's most important, 
and then take action and, and focus on them. I think that's that's super helpful. And I, I've seen this with a lot of big entrepreneurs, big business leaders. I I can't remember exactly. Maybe it was Jack Welch or something like that. They said write down the top ten things that you need to do and then put them in order, and then take and rip off the bottom seven and throw them away. Okay. I mean, seriously, if, if you do that and then you end up with the, you've written everything down, you've put them in order of what order needs to be, you know, the prioritization here. And don't put the easy ones at the top, by the way. A lot of people, this is a, a key problem that we have in society today is we write down all the stuff we need to do. And then we go, ooh, where are the easy ones? I'm going to go do some easy ones first and kind of grease the wheels by doing the easy ones. No, you're going to do the easy ones. And you're going to forget about the rest. Yeah. Put them in order of importance, and then in you know the top three, then get rid of the rest of them. Yeah, just rip them off the page, and only have that list of three, and attack the first one. Okay, and you'll get it done. Yeah, give yourself an hour. Yeah, something like that. And for a crying out loud, if it takes you more than an hour, at least you have an hour worth of the work done on it. And then yeah. come back and schedule another hour for it. But only work on those three. Um, Richard Branson. Richard Branson. I was listening to him speak one day. And the company that hired him to come speak couldn't get him to come speak. They're like, we, we want you to come speak for us. He's, his assistant's like, no, he's not going to come speak for you. And they're like, why not? And his assistant said, he only works on three things, and you're not one of them. <laughs> and they said, well, what are those three things? And, and his assistant tells him, and one of those three things was a charity that he's mm. trying to raise money for. And they said, okay, tell you what, tell him to come speak, and we'll make a massive donation to that charity. He said, done, I'll be there. Oh, wow, Okay. So how do you fit into the three key aspects of whatever you're trying to get done? You know, what, what are your three key aspects? What are my three key aspects? Mm-hmm. What's going to grow your business? That's what it boils down to. Take those three things and get rid of everything else. If it doesn't have to do with it, don't do it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a challenge. Yeah. But it makes sense. Totally. All right. So that's the first one. Prioritize your sources of information and focus on the most important tasks with that most important information. The second one, limit your exposure to irrelevant information and distractions. I think we started talking about some social media and things like that. Now everybody goes, I'm not on social media. Well, it's not binary because are your customers on social media? Mm -hmm. Maybe you should be there to market to them Mm, or to drop things in there, but don't waste your time looking at the information that's on social media because the majority of it does you absolutely no good. Yeah. Go research and spend your time researching and learning, but not just kind of information surfing. Yeah. Because all you're going to do is find irrelevant stuff that's going to pull you away from what you need to be looking at. Yeah. I think, do you think it's important maybe to schedule time for certain tasks? Like say you do want to just get on social media and, and like catch up, see what's going on. Do you think it's good to maybe put some boundaries around that, say, like kind of set some personal goals or or restrictions of saying, okay, I'm going to only spend, like, sure. this is my hour to do social media stuff and so schedule that. You're delineating here a difference between working and entertaining. So if you want to go on a social media as your entertainment, let's say you don't watch TV and you're like, I'm just going to go watch TikTok for an hour instead of watching TV for an hour, schedule it. Yeah. But stick to your schedule. Because if you don't, you're still going to have information overload. You're going to be distracted. Now, keep in mind also what these things do to your brain. 
if you sit there and surf social media, if you look at reels or shorts or TikToks or anything like that, your brain is going to be exhausted yeah. by the time you're done with this because you're going to be task switching and, and switching between all these different concepts, ideas, thoughts, stimuli, things like that, listening to, you know, how many songs can you listen to in an hour of watching TikTok videos? Yeah. Well, that's the biggest thing, right? Is like all those platforms are designed to give you that dopamine hit and to keep you on the platform. Like it's, it's, it's almost like they're tricking you or they're manipulating you by continually feeding you that information to kind of keep you sucked in. Yeah, and they're testing it nonstop. Right. They're like, okay, Mark just watched this, this, and this, and he didn't watch these other three things. Ooh, let's feed him back yeah. to those other concepts, Sneaky. ideas, the rhythms, the visuals, stuff like that. So they're testing their drugs on you, man. <laughs> really, they are. Yeah, no, it's true, yeah. Yeah, there's there's nobody out selling sticks of gum on the street corner. No, they're selling crack. Yeah, that documentary, I don't know if you ever watched it, The Social Dilemma, it did a good job of kind of explaining how the social media platforms really target you and they make the social media platform like an actual person, you know, and it's like a group of these guys that are, it's pretty much you. And they say, Oh, like, let's try giving them this and see if it works. And, you know, they're kind of working constantly to, to see what's going to keep you, you know, on the platform and, you know, stimulating your brain constantly. Totally. So what can we do to work around this yeah. to an extent is, is really the next question. And the answer is to use tools and apps to manage your information intake and streamline your workflow. So, you know, you might have seen Slack or different project management software, or mm-hmm. even if you just take and make a Google sheet or notes on your phone or, or how about this, a yellow pad of paper or something like that. <laughs> yeah, sticky and a, note. And a pen, yeah, sticky note. And you say, what am I researching What are the key points of this? What are the challenges I'm overcoming? Ask yourself a few Mm, questions to help you figure out how am I managing my intake of that information and then summarize it to yourself and then do what you're going to do with it. Mm -hmm. But don't get lost in the overwhelm of that, that avalanche of continuous flow because here's the reality. You're going to forget what you saw when the next thing comes up. Mm-hmm. So all you're doing is wasting time. Yeah. So watch something, take some notes on it and go, ooh, all right, I like, here's the idea I like out of this. I'm going to look for that idea in the next one. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for that idea, some supporting evidence of that or the challenge it overcomes or the outcome I want to realize for myself or my customers. Write that down and, and separate yourself from the information and process. Mm. But use some an app or some technology or a CRM or just a Word document or a Pages or a Google Doc, whatever it is, to write down what you're doing and sort through it. What is the topic, the challenge, the outcomes, mm-hmm. things like that, and reverse engineer it so that you're not getting lost in, you know, it's like you're jumping in a river trying to catch a fish. You're like, well, wait a second. It, they're everywhere. It sounds like you're asking us to be intentional. Whoa, <laughs> there's that word. Yeah, because, you know, the, the one of the worst feelings, right, especially, you know, when you're in charge of your own schedule and your own, your own boss is when you start doing research aimlessly and you spend the entire day doing this said research and then you've really not accomplished anything. Like you've just gone in circles. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you're like, what have I accomplished today? Exactly. And that's just not a good feeling. It's interesting you say that because I typically, 
businesses or people trying to make some money off of this or what have you, or, or maybe get better grades, who knows, are doing research. You know, why do you do research? I mean, you're either doing it to waste time or to make money, to, to accomplish something or, or make time, I guess, by being smarter. But the, the reality is you don't want to, you don't want to be doing something that is not going to create a positive calculated outcome for you. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's document what we're doing here. Let's go down the road of figuring out what do I want to accomplish and how do I accomplish by getting this information and then deploy the information to accomplish that and then move on. Yeah. We don't look for a closure ever in these different examples. Let's find one yeah. and then move on, which takes me to my next point. Yeah. Also, you have to schedule time away from information. Hmm. You have to rest and rejuvenate. Turn your brain off. Turn it off, man. T turn off the phone. Hide the phone from your, you know, put it someplace. Go, you know, we have dogs. We, yeah. I'll sit down on the floor and I'll play with the dogs. And I don't have my phone with me. It's just, it's, it's time for my brain to go, ah, okay, relax. Go for a walk outside or get on the treadmill. Of course, a lot of people, they get on a treadmill. They're like, I can do so much work on the treadmill. No, no, no. Try and not do anything yeah. for, for some period of time. Put on some classical music. Put on, meditate. Hmm. Meditation is a great way of clearing your brain. You're never going to escape information overload if you don't clear, clear that calculator, clear your brain out, yeah. and start from scratch again. Yeah. So. Good diet, good yes. exercise, good sleep. Whoa. Right? Those yeah. those three things help rejuvenate your brain. How about how about good love? Good relationships. Yep. Appreciate the people you're spending time with. I mean, you and I are sitting here looking at each other, having having good time together. Yep. We're good friends and we're enjoying this conversation, just kind of unpacking some ideas. Yeah. There's, you know, it's it's not about information overload right now. This is work, but it's also not work. We're enjoying the hell out of this. <laughs> I'm having fun. I, yeah. I look forward to coming here and just, you know, yeah. spending time with you. And I mean, you, like you called me yesterday, like, hey, buddy, I have an idea. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. So, you know, escape the information overload and find some happiness, build some value, but organize your day so you don't get burned out, get overloaded, get mm -hmm. overwhelmed. You don't have all that irrelevant garbage coming into your head because it does no good. There's only so many brain cells that can fire in there. Uh -huh. And what you're doing is you're filling them up with distractions that are not accomplishing anything happy or positive for you. Do you ever feel like sometimes your subconscious can solve problems for you as well? Totally. Like there's a lot of times where I feel like I'll have a problem and I'll need it to be solved and I'll get sucked into researching and doing all these things and, you know, this information overload. And then when I pause and kind of remove all that stuff and just give my brain time to solve the problem without even me thinking about it, all of a sudden I'll have this idea, you know, or like, oh yes, like, or this inspiration will come to me of like, oh, this would be a really great idea to, to do X, Y, and Z. You know, you wouldn't get there if you didn't give your, yourself that, you know, break from consuming all that content. You know, it's interesting is uh, I have these different moments of clarity so one of which is I'm a I'm a fanatic of the ice cold shower. Okay, yeah. A lot of people love are like that. you're you're kind of strange. It's, I mean, I I do the ice cold shower too. Yeah. Right at the end, it's like, are you a man? Yeah, you are, man. <laughs> <laughs> two, two minutes of hell. Yeah, but then it's like you feel so 
like rejuvenated and like ready to like who needs a cup of coffee after that ice cold right. shower. But you know, it's interesting. Not only does it like fire up your metabolism, mm-hmm. but it clears your brain. Yeah. And I go sit down, get dressed and ready for the day after that ice cold shower. And my brain's like just hungry yeah. to come up with a great idea. And I'll sit down with my pad of paper and I'm like, whoa, all right, I'm getting some stuff done. So yeah. it you're you're right. Find some clarity, reset yourself. And I so during um when I was at the office at Remax, I would take the uh Headspace app and oh, I would yeah. do like two or three minutes of meditation. And that would that would clear it out. You know, you, you come out of a meeting, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so yeah, info <laughs> overloaded. And then you sit down and, and run that thing and listen to the British guy talk in your head That's and right. some sounds and breathing right. and stuff like that. And you're like, I'm ready to take on the world now. Yeah. So you've got to find a way. You have to find a way to remove yourself from the information overload from so many different distractions and, and stimuli in, in the world in order to get things done. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, totally. We all have it. We're in the world right now. That you know, like I said, six to ten thousand distractions yeah. or stimuli per day. Try and count that high. You can't. Yeah, it it doesn't work. You you wouldn't last that long. You'd you'd lose track. You'd forget <laughs> totally. But but we're getting it. Yeah. Here's the reality. You need to understand information overload because it is it's killing you. It is burning you out. It's distracting you. It's making you less effective. You know, you're running at, call it 25 to 40% of your capacity because there are too many things pulling on you and you need to separate. You need to take and, and focus. You need to prioritize. You need to limit your exposure to irrelevance mm-hmm. and, and be conscious of that. Look at things and go, I should not be paying attention to this right now. No is a very powerful word. And then take these tools, write things down, what's going on. And then remember, schedule that time to rejuvenate. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's all awesome stuff. And it's all stuff that I need to be reminded of. So hopefully anyone who's listening heard this episode and was like, oh, yeah, maybe today when I get home, I just won't turn the TV on and have the news running in the background. There you go. I, I can't tell you last time I turned it on. Yeah. yeah me neither. I'm not a big TV guy. I know. I have three awesome TVs, and they don't get used. Yeah. We do have family movie night on Fridays, so I like to uh, I like to get the, the Sonos sound Atmos digital experience, but that's usually just Friday yeah. nights. No, yeah. sc- no screen Sundays, no screen during the week. We you know, you know what? Clean at that. You're getting one source of information when you're watching a movie. That's right. Just one, unless you're one of those movie watchers with your phone in your hand, and I don't think oh, you are. Oh, no, I'm not. I like to get sucked in, you know? There you go. <laughs> Live in the moment, my friend. That's right. Well, hey, thanks so much for just uh, encouraging us today and reminding us uh, what it takes to remove ourselves from being fatigued and overwhelmed as a business leader and, uh, you know, how we can be better. I love it. All right. Thanks for starting with a win, Mark. Hey, thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to Start With A Win. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you get notified every time a new episode drops. And if you really like this content, please leave us a five-star rating and a review. If you want more awesome information, head over to adamkantos.com. Adam Kantos.